0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: Corruption Racism Xenophobia White Supremacy Healthcare protections hanging by a thread Law enforcement encouraged to commit acts of brutality Peaceful people being separated from their families And at the helm, a man beholden to Russia Who is so unhinged that his actions could actually lead us to nuclear war Join Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Together we must stand against the destruction of this country and the ideals we hold dear before it's too late. Zimmerman coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation is area code 914-803-4131. That is area code 914 803 uh, 4131 If you're listening, you can also join us in the chat thread uh, in in the chat room on liberal dan, liberal dan page on blog Talk Radio. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. Either on the show thread at liberaldan.com, <clears throat> responding to the thread on facebook.com liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. So, lots of stuff going on in the past week. Uh, lots of different things going on. of course, one of the biggest things is obviously still the impeachment trial that's going on. Um, and... I was watching a little bit of that before I was able to start the show. I was going to have it on in the background uh, in order to uh, kind of make comments as they commented on there. Um, However, the uh, Blog Talk radio folks uh, seemingly have changed the way that we log in, uh, that we call in, I should say, uh, to the show. Uh, It doesn't seem like there's a direct connect button anymore. And I had to make sure my Skype was working with about – two minutes left and I had to make sure the settings were all correct and everything. So that's why I'm a few minutes late uh, logging into the show. And I do apologize. Usually it's (coughs) coughing that I'm complaining about or that I have to apologize about this week. It's sneezing Uh, because I hadn't had sneezing. I've I've been having kind of a a virus-like symptom uh, since maybe Saturday or Sunday. And while, you know, I didn't necessarily feel like it was flu, but kind of felt fluish. And unfortunately, I've had lots of aches and pains, etc. And just today, I felt even worse, so I went to the doctor today. Stayed home from work. Um, I was able to produce the minicast earlier, just laying in bed. So, which is nice about the little platform that I have over there on Anchor, where I can do that sort of thing. Just From my bed, I don't need any special tools, I could just use my phone, and that's fine and that's good. Uh, It doesn't give me the full, I wouldn't replace this with that, uh, because it doesn't necessarily give me the opportunity to um, have just random call-ins and a live chat during the production of the show. I'd have to schedule a meet-up with somebody and then chat with them that way on the show uh, for a particular segment on Anchor. <coughs> I could also respond to listener questions that they can leave for me on the Anchor platform as well in order to have a full chat room with, with, many, with many people, which usually doesn't happen, or to get phone calls uh, live during, during the whole thing that's why I have to have this still. Um, so hopefully next week things will be fine and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure just to click into the studio. Oh, that's weird. It's a little crack studio page, uh, it's a little sooner just to make sure that they haven't changed things on us yet again. So, um, I do want to go ahead and just go do it early. We have uh, this week's uh, With the Hypocrite of the Week. I usually play it later on the show, but I mean, since we're going to be talking about the impeachment amongst other stuff, I did want to go ahead and uh, play this now. So without further ado... (laughs) This week's Hypocrites of the Week are Donald Trump's defense team, who both complain about things being done to Donald Trump that were done to Bill Clinton during the Bill Clinton impeachment hearings, and then cite Democrats who complained during the Bill Clinton impeachment hearings as to why impeachments shouldn't be partisan. Can't have it both ways. To see who next week's Hypocrites of the Week will be, tune into Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. And there you have it. And a lot of this impeachment trial, like when I was watching yesterday, I was watching today as well, a lot of the times I'll be sitting there and the only commentary I give as I uh, live broadcast is, or not live broadcast, but as I respond live is, y'all didn't think that way during the Bill Clinton impeachment. Then I'll say something else and I'll be like, y'all didn't think that way during the Bill Clinton impeachment. Lather, rinse, repeat. So, so there's that. They're completely hypocrites on the whole thing. The Republican Party is the party that made impeachments political in the first place. But you have the situation now, where as uh, Schiff brought up his member or manager Schiff, as he's referred to in the impeachment trial, uh, he uh, he pointed out that this would be the only impeachment trial in American history where witnesses have not been called. How can you have a trial without any witnesses?
0: If you don't have any witnesses, you can't have a trial. How can you have a trial if you don't have any witnesses?
1: Or whatever. Um, One of Trump's stellar legal Defense Team uh, was talking about uh, it's Pat Cipollone talking about Trump not being able to cross-examine during the impeachment hearings. And this is this is a common, oft-repeated misrepresentation, I guess, that the Republicans are trying to hang their hat on. The other that they're trying to hang their hat on is if these if you had all your evidence and if you had all your proof, why do you need to call more witnesses now? And they had all their evidences and proof at the time, and if new evidence comes up and I think I think the guy's called Legal Eagle on Twitter. Not on Twitter, on YouTube. And he will go over movie trial scenes like the one in Ghostbusters 2 with the Scoleri brothers and the one with uh, many other legal trials throughout, you know, movies and he'll even make commentary on actual legal trials. actual, there's that word again, uh, on trials that are going on in real life. And but he'll, he'll, as part of his little, you know, from the fun that he has, is he'll grade how the, how the movie treated the trial process itself. And one of the ones that he did was the trial on My Cousin Vinny, where new evidence was brought up. And... I mean I don't remember if he had any problem with it you know I I don't necessarily understand the whole concept that the defense that the prosecution was allowed to bring this testimony uh this, this new evidence to trial without giving the defense attorneys uh, the ability to review the evidence first but regardless of, of a discussion of the Legal aspects of the movie *My cousin Vinnie*. Point of the matter is, if you get new evidence that helps to support your case, you should absolutely be able to bring it. Um, but they did want to bring Bolton in; they did potentially wanted to bring want to bring Bolton in, or during the impeachment hearings as well. So that's not necessarily new evidence, although it does seem to does seem to to be new evidence that has come to light since the impeachment hearings. That being said, all these complaints that you know you, you, you should if you wanted to, all your witnesses should have been called during the impeachment hearings. That that no nothing new, and so if you if you didn't do it then you shouldn't. It's too late to do it now. All those types of arguments are just full of crap, because the impeachment hearings are like a grand jury trial. Put together a grand jury. Grand jury weighs the evidence and determines whether or not there is enough evidence to move forward for a criminal proceeding. In the grand jury, it's the prosecution presenting evidence. The defense doesn't present evidence. In a grand jury, so so the argument that Donald Trump should be able to present evidence is not necessarily founded, if you're using this analogy of impeachment hearings are akin to grand juries. Now, they're not exactly the same, but they're similar enough in concept. I mean, the House was willing to allow the president to do certain things, and he refused to do them, but then yet he complains when he's about not being able to do some of the things that he says that he wants to do even though they said that they would let him do certain things. It's bizarre. But in the grand jury, it's the prosecution presenting evidence to convince the grand jury to allow a trial to take place. The The prosecution is not prohibited from bringing additional witnesses to the trial after the fact. You don't say you don't get to say, oh, well, since you didn't bring these, show this evidence in, in the grand jury hearings, you didn't present this witness testimony in the grand jury hearing, so now you don't get to bring it in, in a trial. That's ridiculous. Absolutely can bring in additional witnesses and present additional evidence regardless of if that evidence is new or old, in the trial portion. So in the impeachment trial, you should also get to present additional information, additional witnesses, additional evidence. Of course, another thing that conservatives don't seem to get is that witness testimony is evidence. So just to say that you should be able to allow witness testimony and evidence is redundant. Another interesting thing that was going on right before I went on the air in the impeachment trial question and answer portion was that there's a discussion as to if we bring a certain people, certain people like the Republicans are threatening, that they'll just make it, they'll just put the process on forever whether or not you can call this person, whether or not you can do this, whether or not you can do that, whether or not the witness is relevant or germane or the items you want to look at are relevant or germane or or sensitive materials that can't be seen by certain folks, whether or not the president has executive privilege on those particular things. And the, the Republican defense, the Donald Trump defense team, we're basically implying that they would just try and fight every single one. And now, I, again, again, still don't get why anybody of them, why any of them have any say, because the Constitution is clear that Roberts is supposed to be running this thing. Should be always Roberts' decision. Now, Schiff said that he is willing. To defer to what you call he is willing to re- defer. Schiff said the entirety of the Democratic Party, or at least the managers, I should say, are willing to defer to whatever Roberts would rule. They're, they're going to they're not going to object. They're not going to try and overrule it by some external process of judicial review process or try and seek to have the Senate overrule his ruling. They're happy to allow him to do so. Now, Roberts was nominated by George W. Bush 2005 to be the Supreme Court justice, to be a Supreme Court justice. And I remember this because it was annoying me because I was evacuated from New Orleans for Hurricane Katrina at the time. And all I had to keep seeing is these ads telling people to push the, push, make sure that people know that they should uh, confirm John Roberts and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you worrying about? We shouldn't be worrying about this right now. We should be worrying about the people who were evacuated from Katrina. But you know, maybe it's a little biased because I was evacuated from Katrina and I and, and I was okay. There were a lot other people doing far worse than I was. Both people that had to stay in New Orleans, as other people who didn't make it in New Orleans, and people who evacuated to Houston and other places and did not have the means to get by on one's own you know, without a, a sort of a support system so there's that you know, so th- that, that frustrated me but that's how I know, that's how I automatically remember the, the year in which he was I guess initially nominated uh, I don't know if that was when he was confirmed or not, he might have been confirmed in 06 but at the end of the day that's when Roberts was put up by a Republican, supported by a Republican Senate. Why would then they not trust Roberts to make fair and impartial statements, fair and impartial rulings On this president, why would they even not think that he might lean towards their side a bit because he is a conservative type person and is much less likely to uh, support the Democrats in what they believe? Now, here's the thing. The answer to that question from any conservative is clearly going to be, will John Roberts allow Obamacare to live? Maybe. Maybe that's why they're thinking that. But the idea that the Republicans don't trust Chief Justice Roberts to make the right decisions and to and to act as act like a judge and to make you know, say, okay, this person this statement is not relevant, this this testimony is not relevant, this evidence, this piece of evidence that is being brought in is not relevant for for us to be able to think that is just bizarre, because again, one thing that a lot of ju- justices, including chief justices, especially chief justices, worry about is their legacy. And he's not going to want to be seen. Wanted, he's not going to want to be seen as the chief justice who allowed the senate trial to be on one side or the other He's going to want to call it right down the middle in my opinion not, not that i trust him to do the right thing but i think in his own mind that he will want to do the right thing to make sure that he is seen in the in the annals of history as being the person who was a fair and impartial jurist, fair and impartial judge, fair and impartial presider over the Senate trial where Donald Trump was determined whether or not he should be removed from office. And that's what Trump and his legal team is afraid of, is that in such a fair trial, you will hear the things that the president doesn't want you to hear. You will hear from witnesses that are going to make the president look even worse, that are going to prove the Democrats' case. And then the Republicans are going to have to, again, fall back on, what's-his-face, Dershowitz's opinion that even if he did abuse his power, that abuse of power is not something that you can remove a president for. Hell, Dershowitz has gone off the rails by basically saying that the president is the law, that the president is, can do no wrong as long as he can claim he's doing it for the good of the American people. So he could take corrupt actions to protect his presidency and to help his reelection if he thinks it's in the best interest of the country. And he alone, Trump alone, gets to be the arbiter of who that is, of what that is. Sorry. He's not king. I vote for him. But. Even, you know, he is president, not king. He doesn't get to make the rules by himself for himself. He is also required to operate within the guidelines, not the guidelines, but the rules of the Constitution, the the law of the land. He is required to do X, Y, and Z, and he is not allowed to do A, B, and C. And if he does do those things, that he is not allowed to do, he is allowed to be be removed from office for it. That's what impeachment's for. The Constitution specifically states that that's the only way you could remove a president. So if a president misbehaves, you can remove him. Now maybe they should have just said, instead of high crimes and misdemeanors, and left it, instead of leaving it vague that way, should have maybe say, bad behavior, but that also opens it to way much more stuff as well. But, or maybe conduct, uh, conduct unbecoming of a, the chief executive of the land. I don't know. Founders obviously weren't perfect in how they worded things. Otherwise the second amendment would have been worded much more clearly. So, but at the end of the day, we're stuck with what we have written unless we can get a, an amendment process going on to change how certain things are written. So, anyway, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Uh, come back, take your calls as well. 914 803 4131. That is 914 803 4131. This is Liberal Day and Radio. Puff from the West, that's right. or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency, and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that.
0: And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm,
1: yeah. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time runner credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy.
2: Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not-so-fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear, and no one else will. (laughs) Catch you on the tunes.
1: To Liberal Band Radio, talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan. Green. I'm here from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join in on the conversation, it's area code 914 803 4131. That is 914 803 4131. Unfortunately, it appears like they fixed the uh, link. Like, if you you know how like they used to play around with Google search engine, and you could, uh, if you had enough. Uh, for example, websites pointing to waffles, and you and but you link it to John Kerry's website, then you'll search for waffles or whatever, and you get John Kerry's thing because people, they were saying he was a waffler on certain things or what have you. So there's that, um, but they have they had one for untreated syphilis. And it came back with pictures of Donald Trump. And unfortunately, that seems to be over with, because uh, I just did another search for that right now, and it's not available. So if you didn't have that fun before today, I guess you can't have that fun anymore, unless maybe it's available on your phone or whatever. I don't know. But I did it on, on my uh, on Google, on my search engine right now, and could not find it. Um, I would be remiss. You no. Know, it was a very big announcement that Kobe Bryant, his daughter, And several other people uh, were killed in a helicopter crash. A lot of people were shocked and upset about it. Other people were harmed about it because of the uh, accusations made against him in Colorado. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of that, my feelings about that, about that case. But um, apparently there was no uh, terrain warning system on the helicopter crash, uh, there was, there's no black box to determine why they went down. So, lots of ways that potentially this could have been avoided, and or recorded it so that it doesn't happen again to get other people. So, I don't know why they wouldn't require certain safety features on helicopters. Because to me, helicopters have always seemed to be much less safe than airplanes and maybe that's just an irrational feeling of myself but i've never been in one so i don't know but it seems to me that there's just seems to me to be it's much less safe to be in a helicopter than to be in an airplane at least with an airplane if you lose power in your engines you could still try and guide or glide down using the uh Depending on how big, I guess, your airplane is, you could still try and, and and glide along and try and not make the crash as badly. Helicopters, at least in the movies, and I don't know how good movies are, but you know, if something goes wrong and you start spinning around, you lose control, and you just. So, I don't know. I I, I do know that they're, I feel sorry for his family. And the families of the others who were who passed on, <clears throat> um, who, who who had family members pass on from that crash. So, I mean, Kobe Bryant was one of the reasons that I did really well my last year of my fantasy basketball league too, because I just I think he had come back, and I'm not I'm not if it was coming back or it was one of the years that he went out and he was injured. But he was just destroying it all that year, and didn't get injured until after the fantasy basketball season was over. But the person who actually won it for me, who scored the final points to win it for me, was Ryan Anderson, who at that time was on the Hornets, or was I think it was I think it was still the Hornets at the time. The Hornets moved. Hornets became the Pelicans again when the Charlotte Hornets reopened back up their franchise. So weird. Franchise shenanigans that basically said that the Hornets team that played in New Orleans were really the Pelicans franchise, and the records that that record goes with the Pelicans. So the Pelicans is really the expansion team, not the New Hornets. New Hornets are the original expansion team that retained the old records. All very weird. That's really not at the point. Not the point though. But you know you have. Anytime there's a big death, you know, people say, "Well, maybe you shouldn't bring up what happened with his personal life and, and the problems that he had." Again, I don't want to get—I could talk for a little bit about that, the charges against him and his settlement—but you know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a little bit ridiculous to suggest that we not talk about wrongs done. Because if, if you are one of the people that believe that he got away with raping somebody, um, I think it's something that's bound to come up, especially if you're a high-profile celebrity or high-profile person, just a well-known person. I mean, if George Zimmerman, whatever, whenever he, would, whenever he eventually dies, not, who knows when that will be? Could be, you know, 40 years from now or more. You know, natural causes, whatever it'll be reported because he put himself into the national news and people will talk about how he got away with murder and then other people who believe he didn't murder that he was justified in murdering Trayvon Martin that you know, they both say, Oh, don't bring it up. It's unfair. Well, it's bound to come up. So regardless of how you feel about whether or not Kobe Bryant, But if you feel that Kobe Bryant did it, if you feel that Kobe Bryant didn't do it, then at the end of the day, it was bound to come up, because all the people that did it, that that believe that he did it, are going to bring it up, and say it, or most of them, maybe. I know some people who, while they thought that they did it, they didn't want to bring it up either. So there's various degrees, like I thought that. But you you're going to have a large segment of the people who know of him. That are going to, who also believe that he got away with it are that they're going to bring it up and they're gonna question why you're giving such time to somebody who violated somebody so that's what you that's what they're gonna come it, it it's ridiculous to to think or hope otherwise other updates coronavirus so what i what I started feeling. Excuse me about the sneeze again. Uh, eventually. Maybe not. The coronavirus which when, when I first started <coughs> See, I told you I was going to sneeze. When I first started hearing about the coronavirus and then I start feeling, and there's not a lot of American cases, and I think a lot of them are in California, but I start feeling achy and whatever, and I don't feel fluish. So the first thing I do is to go look up symptoms of the coronavirus, just to see. Oh, could I have the coronavirus? I don't think I had the coronavirus, but you know, I think like also when like when they had the SARS outbreak, I joke around. Oh, I have SARS. I, I was sick. Be like, I think I have SARS. Everyone does it. I think I have Ebola. I they can I have this. They can have that. So, but it's a big deal. I mean, 170 people in China die. Uh, cases rise beyond 7,700. Uh, Australian scientists recreate the virus outside. Why would you want to recreate the virus? Jesus. I mean, as soon as I saw it I started thinking of Plague Inc. and then and then all of a sudden the Plague Inc. video game that I still have on my phone you know, people start making memes about it. And well, funny. I mean obviously the entire thing isn't funny. And who knows why happened, of course there's obviously with with everything that happens, there's new stories come out that are all fake about you know, they said that China was digging mass graves to deal with a high death toll. That's not true. It's probably these Alex Jones types. I don't know how Alex Jones, It's another topic i get to in a second, but Alex Jones types would be like, oh, they're, they're building these mass graves so the people can be uh, put away so you can't know a true number or body count. Do they want to hide it? And that's what the Alex Jones types are going to say. About these supposed mass graves. Well, apparently, they're not mass graves. They were raising sites to be able to build two hospitals real quick for the patients, so they could get treatment for the virus. If they can quarantine them away, makes sense. Not something uh, that's a bad thing. So I get, but everybody needs to always either villainize everything or make sure that, you know, or just sometimes people just like to make stuff up just to troll. Example, friend of mine shares the thing where somebody tweeted out, Obama is just scared because... Obama was scared to run against Donald Trump, and that's why he retired. And I I read this, and I was like, I need to go – because it was a screenshot of somebody's tweet. And I was like, I got to go to Twitter. I got to go and see how badly this person was dragged across Twitter, if this tweet even exists anymore because I'm sure this person probably deleted the tweet simply after getting dragged all the way around Twitter. So I looked for a search phrase containing those words, and I found, I didn't find that tweet, I found many others. So I took the screenshots, shared them to this guy's Facebook page, to the thread. I was like, look, I think this is some 4chan-type shenanigans. I don't know if if it's 4chan itself, but 4chan-like. Or some some just group of people who are trying to troll who are probably or potentially could be people trying to say this to get Republicans to start saying it, too. Yeah! That's why Obama didn't do it, because obviously Obama's not allowed to run for president. Now, I think he can run for vice president again, but he can't run for president. Obviously, because of the Constitution and term limits on the presidency. But so many people did it with so many wacky responses to those threads, to Twitter threads after the fact that clearly it's it was a it was it was not a, a prank, clearly it was trolling just it was clear that, that was the case so and my friend didn't want to see it or the the person at least who who shared this didn't want to see it. I'm not sure, uh, nah, I don't know. i remain remaining convinced about this person. I have some questions. he was very horrible to me he was one of the people that was horrible to me during the twenty sixteen election because he was a Bernie Sanders supporter. And he insisted that I had alternative that he didn't want to admit that I was truly impartial, and that I would as equally be enthusiastic about voting for Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders because it was more important to me for Donald Trump to be defeated and to make sure that we had somebody in the Oval Office who will who will appoint the Supreme Court justice that would be good for women's minorities and LGBTQ rights and while maybe people just don't understand that sort of pragmatism who knows I don't know there's another prank that came to my mind and then it just went right out of my mind too that I wanted to talk about Uh, anyway if, if it comes back to my mind i'll uh I'll bring it back up, but there was another was silly thing where I was like obviously no, it was right there, but lost it again so let me go actually go ahead and take a a commercial break maybe I'll be able to rethink it in my brain and come back and and bring it up then uh take again also taking your calls as well nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talks from the left. That's right.
0: and I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm,
1: yeah. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ridesharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full time gig? Are you currently a rideshare driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time runner credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy.
2: Greetings. This is Nimbus Yosh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not-so-fun things. Go ahead give a listen and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. (laughs) Catch you on the tunes.
1: Welcome back to Liberal Day and Radio. box on the left, that's right. Uh, the call in is 914-803-4131. It's 914-803-4131. I still can't remember it. Still can't. still not coming back to my head the, what I wanted to think of. I guess I should have written it down. So, um, again, I thing I did advertise the uh, Liberal Day and Radio minicast, and again, I did do a two-for-one uh, today with shows. I did my uh, mini-cast earlier today, and I posted that up on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, to, if you, you could subscribe, if you ha- download the Anchor app. You can subscribe to the show, favorite it, and be able to find it that way. And also, if you, if you follow me at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter and at Facebook.com, you will also be able to uh, find out whenever I have a new episode of that launched, and you can listen to that at your leisure. So, and you can also always listen to old broadcasts as well. Listen to what I have to say. Um, So, again, you get your two-for-one and double dose of Liberal Day and Radio today. Um, What else? Oh, and just wanted to remind you, again, (coughs) if you're listening to the show, you want to help support the show, you can always donate to the Liberal Day and Radio Kickstarter. uh, You know, the... the, uh, whatchamacallit, the – I don't know how many days are left in it at the moment. I'm looking, I'm not looking at it immediately at this point. But I think, I think it's about another two weeks maybe. Still only 2% funded. Again, if you want to support the show, it, you could just donate a dollar. You don't even have to buy an ad. Just donate a dollar if you want. Or you could uh, – for $30, you can get an advertisement, advertise what you want advertise, you know, within reason, you know, nothing like transphobic, nothing anti-Semitic, racist, nothing. If, if, if it's a conservative talking point that you want to air on my show, I will of course play it, but you expect it to be ridiculed and I won't voice it. So there's that anyway. But if you do want to support the show, please go ahead. You don't, again, you can always donate a dollar, five, ten, whatever, whatever you want to just help the show go on and to help me do bigger and better things with it. So there's that. So what else? Other big news. Apparently Lev Parnas, uh, told, uh, senators call me when he went in and demanded to be seen as a witness. Um, it's unfortunate. It's it's funny, but it's not funny because maybe you. It's funny, but it's not funny because maybe you, know, you make him seem less credible by him acting like a clown. That's not good. But you know, people should be talking to Libarnes because of. All of the time, oh, I don't know him, I don't know him. Oh, well, why, what's this picture of you hugging him and smiling with him? You've never. I've never met this person before. Oh, really? This picture proves otherwise. Ha-ha. Um, Donald Trump presented a plan, a peace plan, uh, sitting next to Netanyahu. But without any input from the Palestinians, that doesn't seem to be the the, the person who's the so-called king of the art of the deal. Ridiculous. Um, I do, peace should happen in the Middle East, but you need to have both sides at the table, coming up with reasonable compromises to make sure that both sides are happy, and that nobody then goes ahead and starts a war right afterwards, rejecting the, the compromises, like what happened in basically the Compromise of 1948. And people say, well, wasn't a compromise because they weren't given an opportunity then. Well, that's what happened. They weren't given an opportunity. They just basically – the world said, hey, we're splitting up this British-controlled property. This much is going to go to the Jews. This much is going to go to the Palestinians. There you go. And then immediately, boom, Arab nations went to war against Israel. So yesterday, one of the – I think the Republican – or Monday – what are the Republican or the people backing Donald or not backing, but defending Donald Trump in the impeachment trial said boo-hoo. But it was Mitch McConnell that said that he didn't think at the moment that they have the votes to block witnesses. So I shared that and went boo-hoo. But now some Republican senators believe that they do have the votes to block witnesses. Why would you want to block witnesses? Again, it's only to cover up. You block witnesses, it proves the cover up. And that's just anybody who votes to block witnesses is voting to cover up for a criminal president. Simple as that. Because I'm just going to go ahead, you know, there, there's no reason if he's innocent of, of any wrongdoing. There's no reason to to allow witnesses to to disallow witnesses. And if it's a trial, you should have witnesses at a trial. I don't know how many times you can say you should have witnesses at a trial. You should have witnesses at a trial. Let me say it one more time. You should have witnesses at a trial. So, anybody, any anyone in that Senate that votes And the only reason again, the only reason to block a witness is because you think those witnesses will reveal Trump's criminality, which means that you are doing helping a criminal cover up his acts. So you are aiding and abetting a criminal and a criminal and helping him get away with his crimes. Simple as that. No way around it. If he's innocent, as they say. Let the witnesses. Let the witnesses come. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. Anyway, another show got started a little late, but I think I'm gonna end it a little early as well. Um don't wanna get into another sneezing fit or what have you. So um next week the show time may be a little different. It may be later, I think. We'll see. Um, I, I have I have plans from 7 to 9 my time which of course means that that would be right when the show is ending so either I'll have it on a different day and of course I'll announce that maybe I'll do it on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday maybe I'll do it on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday no probably won't do it on Thursday cause uh, yeah I can't do it on Thursday Thursday is my son's birthday so if I if I don't do it on late on Wednesday, I'll, I'll probably then do it on Tuesday at the normal eight o'clock time. But again, if you follow me on Twitter or on Facebook, you should be able to uh, get that information. And I'll announce that more than fifteen minutes before the show. So again, this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, you can follow me again on Facebook, Facebook.com/liberaldan, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, and on liberaldan.com. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right.